Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's poppin' congregation? We're back with another installment of Scam Goddess with me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. And y'all, I am very what? Yes, excited, truly elated. What a scam to get this icon on this show today. He's an award-winning podcast host and journalist. Our first journalist on the show, because I told you I ain't no damn journalist. He has two new culture podcasts, Into It on Vulture and Vibe Check on Stitcher out now. Congregation... Please welcome Sam Sanders to the show. Praise the Lord, saints. Oh, wow. Amen. Listen. listen. Sam, congregation, we, we come we, before you, Father God. Father God, on this good day, we come before you, first of all, to say thanks. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but also, Brother brother Sanders here yes. is a real live bona fide journalist. Well, at my heart, though, always a church kid. <laughs> and I hear that we're talking church today, so... My soul is ready. I, I am too. I was raised in the church. What kind of church were you raised in? Uh, missionary Baptist. Okay. See, I was that crazy Pentecostal apostolic. Oh, okay. Did we you have to th- put some shoes in people's faces sometimes? Uh-huh. We, uh, no worldly music, mm, no yes, dances, no movies, no jewelry, no makeup. The women could not wear pants, mm-hmm. only long skirts. No, we couldn't do that either. We okay. couldn't wear pants. Okay. But yeah, it was like I had to beg to go to high school prom. Now, My mom was like, why do you need that? What was the excuse of not being able to go to high school? It's like, of the world. Satan is out there promenading on people's yeah, souls. Basically. <laughs> dancing with that devil music. Mm. Making babies. Mm. All that. I mean, some of it was devil music. Yeah, but it sounded so good. It sounded so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I mean, okay, so wait. We always ask people, Sam, like, what is it, like your relationship with scams? Do you like them? Do you hate them? Do you feel like you were born in one? Oh, I grew up in the church, so I grew up in a space that could easily be scamorific. <laughs> Love that know? word. But I had to find the portions of belief in religion and church that weren't scammy. And I was lucky. I think like my church was extreme, but like at its core, it was good people doing good things. Right. There's a lot of church folk. That aren't in it for the right reasons. So that is, I mean, church is a scam writ large. That's one of the I wild I grew up things. in a part of church that wasn't too scammy. Thank the Lord. I agree with you there. Because right? like people who enjoy church, that doesn't necessarily mean you're a scammer. Yeah. But the institution of church can be scammy. Can be very scammy. As can the Bible. Because you can read the Bible and be like, oh, it's all about taking oh care God. of the others that you love. Or it could be like, oh, there is a chapter in here saying we could sell our daughter for this uh, mule. <laughs> we, 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 yeah. No? No, yeah. anybody? Yeah. So it's like you no, could it, be a good person or a bad person exactly. and get something from the Holy Book. Exactly. Exactly. And I was blessed and lucky to have folks who were like, 
in it for the right reasons, even if they were kind of caught out there. Like you think back on some of the rules we had to do, mm-hmm. like some of the rules are just like, who cares? Who just cares? somebody petty. That's what happens when you let everybody be uh, involved in the pitching session. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's. I feel like the Bible is that one dear, like day a year that Jesus was like, all right, no idea is a bad idea. Yeah. Everybody, come on in. Peter, everybody, John, what, Mary, what you got? Give us some lines. What, what's, what are the things we should be yeah. making people do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because it's like, I love the Bible as a piece of literature. But it is the most logically confused document ever created. Of course. It's a Wikipedia where no one did the edits. <laughs> no one did the edits. Everybody was just like, nah, I got my chapter. Yeah. <laughs> then my favorite fun fact is, because we grew up with that strict King James version of the Bible. Uh, King James was fruity as he could be. Yes. He gay. loved mess. He, he loved and, mess. And just gay, 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 gay. So I love to think back on all of the lectures and sermons I got on sexuality from the King James version of the Bible Knowing good and well, that man loves some D. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Anywho. I mean, I, who's going to leave behind our Bible? Somebody has to like, it, <laughs> no, I just want it to still be the Bible, but like just remix the little bit. Yeah. I'm down for that. Who would who would be in charge of writing it? Okay, this is not your, okay. We're off Change topic now, but no I like it. stories. <laughs> exactly. We'll get there. Change absolutely none of the stories in the Bible. Except update all the language to AAV. <laughs> Listen, I want Toni Morrison to give us literally the Song of Solomon. Like, I, want, I know she's gone, but bring her back for a Bible remix. Hey, y'all know him as Peter, but that's just his stage name. Y'all know that his name's Saul, right? Y'all that boy Pete Pete. <laughs> that's what I want. That's that what I didn't I even know. That's his rapper name. Y'all didn't even know that? Wow. <laughs> Anyways, uh, before we get into our first topic here, we do like to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. So we're gonna we're gonna do that right now. Scams. Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future, and don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher, okay? Which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. I Excel grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. Finding the perfect t-shirt has always had me like Goldilocks, trying on shirts. This one's too hard. This one's too soft. And it fell apart because y'all know I got it from a cheap website. And this t-shirt from Skims is just right. From fit to quality, it is one of my, like, these are my favorite t-shirts. I have three different ones. Y'all know I love me an Onyx because I'm going to be wearing black all the time. Um, They have a cotton long sleeve jersey tee that I really like too because the material is so 
soft. But when I put it in the washer, she don't have a whole transformation or makeover. It's not move that bus when I take it out. She looks the way that she looked when I put her in. And we know we cannot say that for all t-shirts, okay? So you can have staple t-shirts that you can mix and match and wear up or down. Maybe we're going to a fancy night out. Maybe we're going on a date. Maybe we're lounging around the house. I love these shirts so much because I can do so many different things with them. It's like, I'm telling y'all, Skims, they doing right over there. I got on the underwear right now. I can't give it up. I think they got me, y'all. I'm not even playing. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select Scam Goddess in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. And we are back. And it's time for my favorite episode. (laughs) Episode. Part of these episodes. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Say say it yourselves. Oh, I love our parasocial relationship. It's getting really great, right? (laughs) I've never given you COVID. I'm the one person in your life who could never give you COVID. Isn't that crazy? And that's love. And you put me all up on your ear. Some of y'all are nasty. I love that for us. But guys, uh, we're talking about what's hot in fraud. Uh, this is where we warn our listeners uh, about fraudsters in the streets or new scams that are popping in the zeitgeist. Or more often than not, we get a letter from you guys. So as always, snitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. Just make sure your scam is retired because we don't want to what? Yes, fuck up your bag. Amen. So today, Sam, I need a fake name. Okay. Pauletta. Pauletta. Oh, Pauletta definitely makes a good mac and cheese. <laughs> she got a burn on one of her elbows. She does stovetop and oven. You got to oh, have both heats. Right. Oh. You got to have both heats. Oh, she don't play. Mm-hmm. She don't play. Mm-hmm. Love that for her. So Pauletta says, and Pauletta, you were really talking, honey, so I'm going to have to edit down a little bit because I was like, Pauletta now, get to the things. You're scamming me out of a show. So it says, hi, scam goddess. A few months back, the guy that I was dating, already a scam, Let's say George was living in a building owned by his brother Don, also a fake name. Okay, I should have actually asked you that, huh, first girl. So, uh, Pauletta says they had a pretty serious fire. Luckily, they and other folks in the building, and no one was hurt. Uh, but it happened in the middle of the night and in the middle of the winter. As the firefighters were fighting and doing their thing, all the residents were outside figuring out what they needed to do. Nowhere to go. Cold. In pajamas or in boxers. Stranded. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, in a distressful situation. So I'm trying to get, I'm trying to understand where the scam was here. Because yeah. th- this just sounds very tragic, Although, what happened, Pauletta. But I am Although, to... I will say, whenever I hear tale, tell of like... An unexplained fire in the middle of the night. There's a good chance it's arson. Really? But let me not think, jump ahead. I just think this is us. I think every <laughs> fire is this is us. The crockpot setting off the yeah. house. Yeah, I hear that. If I, I was a that. volunteer firefighter, I'd come in. I'd be like, "Where's the crockpot?" <laughs> Although you know, crockpot <laughs> had to issue a statement after that episode, being like, "We actually don't do this. <laughs> They're actually quite safe." Just so you know. I digress. Nah, nah. Crockpots, y'all got to sue. Uh, <laughs> don't sue NBC. Sue Mandy Moore directly. Not sue, Mandy. sue the actor who played the dad My for ruining Mandy's your a life. Dumbass white girl. I feel like she has a cookout invite. I feel like she cares. I don't know her at all. If I were y'all crockpot, y'all got to go against them negatively. I don't know. Get uh, an air fryer in a TV show. That's just exploding. Air fryer. Put your food in the oven. <laughs> isn't, that the, isn't that the crockpot's rival? Or is the sous vide the, the crockpot's? But then there was the Instapot. With? I don't know. I don't be cooking. <laughs> I don't do that. 
I make eggs. Anyway, sorry. That As whole conversation made me sound like I be cooking because I really just <laughs> named so many brands. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. Wowzers. <laughs> Meanwhile, Postmates post is like, hey, sis. <laughs> Time you come home tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll be waiting. So these people are waiting outside. They're wrapped in their blankets and they're distressed, right? They don't know what to do. While they were standing outside, a car with two other guys rolled up. These guys were unaffiliated with the local fire department. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the time, seemed like they were just simply good Samaritans. They brought everyone warm clothes, blankets, food, water. How did they know to roll up? I mean, they saw the fire. I see fire. I don't go up with blankets. <laughs> see. <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you I'm see fire, you see tragedy. They see fire, they see opportunity. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So they handing out blankets and, you know, arranging stuff or whatever. So while one guy was helping the other couple residents get their hotels up, the other guy was chatting with George, who was her boyfriend at the time, Pauletta's boyfriend. And we don't know yet who these guys are affiliated with. No, we just know George, his boyfriend. They came to, and these guys came Chown, to oh, What a web we lead. While one guy was helping the couple, other residents, get their hotels up, the other guy started chatting with my ex. And his brother. And he basically said he and the other guy just go around doing this in their spare time. They listen to the local fire radio needs and the police scanners to find out where the fires are. And they go to locations to help people allegedly out of the goodness of their heart. Help them do what? I mean, be cold. Um... I guess, if, like, you know you gotta if you have you haven't been in a house fire unless you sit in on the edge of the curb with the blanket. Yeah, but actually, who's gonna provide blanket? The firefighters. They putting out the fire. They got a crew, right? There's something like to help. And then there's not a to... blanket guy. There needs to be. I... <laughs> Firefighter.com. Hope you're listening. Your workflow should include a blanket person. A guy who's just there to do the blankets. Blanket. Get you some grannies and aunties to come in the truck and be like, we got the blankies. We got some oh, snacks. Oh, my God. That would be, so, that be so nice. Cute? What if? See, that's better than retirement homes. What yes, if we put in our elderly? Greeters. There's already hella oxygen come on. at the fire station. <laughs> so we bring the elderly there and they just come along for the fires. And yes. they're like, come on, everything's going to be all right, baby. Everyone loves firefighters because they are the one part of law enforcement that never has guns. Right. Everyone loves firefighters. No one's ever like, he put... M- my, me yeah, out. No, no. It's like, oh, nice guy. Kind of hot, too. They used to have, you know, that's a good rebrand for them. Because yes. the, the fire, the firefighter calendar really did numbers for them. Because they yes. had to have been the ones hosing the black people in the 60s. Because those weren't regular hoses. <laughs> those were not regular hoses. Those were fire grade hoses. Mm-hmm. But you know what? They rehabilitated yes. with the calendar. and They the... did. I, I, listen, you put a firefighter right here in this room. I'm saying what's up. Listen, let's open a business, Sam. This is our business. It's, our, is our it's, business? it's an elderly home, but it's just we put old people in firehouses. Just one designated old person there. We'll get shut down. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I like it hypothetically. So I don't know if an old person showed up while I was having like an awful time. Like, yeah, like, yeah, emotional support. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. Back so, so these de- so these two dudes say we go around fire to fire to fire. Yes, helping. allegedly they go around helping people. Okay. So as they were talking, this guy also casually added that they know a company that does fire cleanup and restoration. So he tells him. 
Mm-hmm. And if he needs any help, and it would be way cheaper to go through that company than regular insurance. Uh, no, 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 no. Because this company pays the deductible for you. Oh, yeah, that sounds too good to be true. So Don was obviously very distraught at the event, was very grateful, and told him that he'd get in touch with these people and ask for the number. The guy essentially said, I can do you one better. You're so stressed out. I'll call them right now. For you, King. And I'll take this whole task off your plate. Oh, they're doing insurance fraud. Yeah. They they are the equivalent of ambulance chasers, but fire chasers? Fire chasers. But even, wow. Okay, go ahead. This is, I'm already mad. That's the thing about scams. Anything can be a scam. Anything can be a scam. And why would, and this is a perfect warm up. The worst thing just happened. Your home is gone. Yeah. If you're lucky, none of your loved ones are gone. But you're yeah. sitting out on this curb, and there's and no, the blankets just appear in the movies like props. Yeah. But you never think about who's bringing, who's the, bringing blankets. the blankets. I will say though, one part of like American society that is pretty effective at its job are insurance companies that deal with fire. They've been at it for a while. Yeah. And when you call the insurance company or if you own a building and you are filing a claim on an insurance policy for fire, you make the call. They really get it done for you. That's one thing that, like, they know how to do it. So I don't see the need for a middleman. That's true. You call your insurance company. Because also insurance companies have to be the pettiest ones because fires can be accidents. Oh, yeah. But they have to try their hardest to figure out how it how was it not your fault. Yeah. And I feel like you can't buy a book of matches without the insurance company oh, being yeah. like, bing. Oh, the, oh, and they'll always find matches. out. One thing they can always figure out <laughs> is how the fire started. Who, where, when, what, why. They're going to get to it. Which is why I would not want to complicate that process with a middle person. Man, woman. Right. But I mean, if, if technically they may not be in the middle. They in the middle of you <laughs> as a legitimacy. Yeah. But <laughs> I bet you. Okay, so go on. But I have some theories already. I Wait. I love I love a good theory, though. And I love to be surprised. So, the, so, right, so right now, Green has the ex-boyfriend has been approached by the blanket man. Do you know the blanket man? He comes mm-hmm. out to the fires. Mm-hmm. And he says, I got it. I got it. Do you want better, my guy? I can call the insurance place for you. So the guy calls the restoration company and conveniently, so conveni- so many mm-hmm. conveniences with this man. Mm-hmm. They were available right then and there. Right then. Ta-da. The insurance company answered the phone at midnight. <laughs> It's like, what a, it's a state farm. No, Jake, Jake, get the fuck up right now. Get your, put your red polo on. See, I miss the era of state farm with Dennis Haysbert. Remember him? Oh, remember him. The really classy uncle black guy. No, that's, that was, that was a 24. State. He did all stage. I know about him. Are you in good hands? Oh, no, you can curse on this show. I, I love mean, him. I, realized. I want him to be my insurance guy. He was mine. Coach. I was in good hands, and then they dropped me. I and everybody the, knows that. I got that damn They're, gecko. And got gecko's the gecko? fine, but you can't get excited about a gecko. I, I would tell y'all what I got because it's actually hilarious, but then I feel like you might be able to find out stuff about uh-uh, me. So uh-uh. I can't tell uh-uh. you. Uh-uh. I'll uh-uh. tell you off here. But anyways, we... Back to it. I'm sorry. I am totally distracting you. No, no. People love that part of the show. (laughs) (laughs) They do. So he conveniently calls the company and they pick up immediately. Hello? Us. Legitimate company that picks up in the middle of the night. (laughs) How can we help you? So to start, they are going to 
uh, start the assessment details and get the contract settled like right now. Fire still that's burning. That's never how it happens. <laughs> ash. Like, that's literally never how it happens. Little pieces of ash blowing they on your face. They got to send the actuary out. They got to wait for the fire department's report. They got like there's a process. Mm-mm. Describes. Okay, y'all take a picture of the fire right now <laughs> and text it to us. <laughs> this is fish. This is a catfish dinner. Right. Fishy. <laughs> Dinner. Wow! Yes, because that's this is a the service is a little too good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and when it's a little too good, it may not be true. Yeah. So they made it seem like it was super fine. I'm sorry. They made it seem very super time sensitive and urgent, and he had to all sign it right there, like he while they're still at the fire with the blanket on on the curb. Yes. Don understandably signed the contract. No, not and understandably, that- <laughs> Don. Don. You know how you do. I don't know how I do. You know how when you have a fire and then a strange man know. shows up. I, I don't even sign the back of my credit cards. I don't sign nothing. Sam. Sam. You are you you're not listening to the facts, okay? okay. You had an unfortunate fire from a crock pot from This Is Us. <laughs> I love how This Is Us is still a part of the okay. situation. Because it is. <laughs> and now you're cold. You're cold and outside and embarrassed. You're wearing whatever you went to bed in, which you you know you didn't give a fire look when you went to bed. True. So that night you're wearing like boxers, but they got a little hold in them. They're white. They're, the, they're white. They're ones you thought no one would ever see. Wow. You know, <laughs> men have period panties too. That's what I'm saying. But you out. You out of your good <laughs> pussy panties, okay? <laughs> and all you got, all you got are your period panties that are worn out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? And and you're out there and you're vulnerable. And all your stuff is being burnt up in the flames. Think and about that. And some guy who pulled up with blankets says, no, it's good. Sign this. Yes, that uh, tracks. Okay. He, he showed up, he gave you a blanket, okay? You was the hoe with no blanket. <laughs> oh, blanketless hoe. Blanketless hoe. <laughs> also, the question, hypothetical. If I know there's a fire and I got to get downstairs real quick, mm-hmm. you do have four or five seconds where you think about what to bring with you, yes. right? I'm wrapping myself in the bedspread. What? And coming down, because smoke, you cover yourself okay. while you go down. Okay, you think about safety. I was you like, know? I'm getting my Gucci's. <laughs> My, my, my. Looks like I got some little resale value now, Chad. <laughs> some of the pawn out here on these streets. I need good shoes. Yeah. And a thick blanket. Yeah. And get me out of there. And maybe my phone. Because if this is like apocalypse, then I'm definitely taking stuff I can barter with. So then I wouldn't care about okay. the labels and shoes and whatnot. Okay. But if it's just our fire, it's our house, yeah. I'm trying to... Like if my house caught on fire tonight, I always have a pair of flip-flops next to the bed. Because earthquake culture taught me that. Have shoes, because yeah. if glass breaks, you don't want to walk on glass. So I got shoes. I'm taking my thickest blanket that's on the bed. The phone is right there. I'm getting out. Okay, Bonnie Part- uh, uh, Dolly Parton said he- lipstick by the bed. Oh. She says, like, look like a bad bitch because if there's an apocalypse. <laughs> Listen, my dad always told me, wear clean underwear before you get on the plane and clean your house before you leave for an airplane flight. Mm-hmm. You never know. So I like that. I like clean your house before an airplane flight, too. Yeah. I like to come home to a clean house. But I guess that could also be like some happy. Anything. <laughs> ah, we're so dark. Anyway, so they have so, si- he he signed he si- the form. He signed everything like one does. <laughs> not, so, not this one, but <laughs> if so facto, this is how people do. So then, in the coming days, 
The restoration contractors reached out to the tenants of the building, including George, and asked for their renter's insurance information. George was confused by this, since the actual cleaning and restorations would be going through Don's homeowner's insurance. Since he... (laughs) Confused. Confusing. (laughs) Naturally confusing. Since he was the owner and not the tenants as individual renters. So that was very weird. But the company told them that they were just doing a standard process. And for them to be able to conduct the work with the individual apartments, they had to notify each tenant's respective renter's insurance company. So everyone gave them their renter's insurance information. And then the company does clean out a the building and everyone's stuff and whatever was salvageable, blah, 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 goes to storage. Yeah. A couple days later, however, all of the tenants received a bill conveniently for the exact price of their respective renter's insurance fire coverage amount, $15,000. They received a bill or a check? Bill. A bill. They they each got a bill for fifteen grand. They had from a someone fire. that wasn't their insurance company or what? Who was it? So they had a fire. Homeboy came with the blankets. Yes, he got everybody's respect because he was like, "I'm the blanket man." That's uh-huh. y'all should trust me. Uh-huh. So then he came up to one tenant who was her ex and was like, "My guy signed this paperwork out here. Uh, before I knock the ash off. All right, yeah. sign it." Then he was like, "You need to actually get all the tenants in the apartment building. Get their to, info too. They need to sign it. So too. they all signed. Yeah." And then after that information was gathered, he ended up sending then them they a all bill. Got a, yeah, they got a bill. From the guy with the blankets. Yes. Did any of them pay this bill? So I'm curious about the bill <sighs> right now. Uh, everyone was led to believe that Don's insurance as the building's owner was supposed to cover this. So it was a big shock to everyone, including Don. And Don and Green were together. Child to me next. The bills included a couple of seemingly legit charges, but a lot of bogus itemized charges that were like several hundred dollars each. All of the tenants' belongings at this point were in storage units, and the companies had added to that. So basically, now the companies are holding everyone's stuff until they receive payment. Jesus. So then, we don't have all the finer details here, but somehow they filed claims on all these people's insurance, took their money... And then also took hold of their stuff. So by these it's, tenants that night with the blankets signing whatever these guys told them to sign, yeah. they gave up some rights. Yeah. And now the driving, roaming blanket fraudsters mm-hmm. have committed insurance fraud that has the tenant stuff locked up until they pay the blanket guys? I think the insur- the real insurance company has the tenant stuff locked up because they have to play the, bank- the blanket guys. Wow. Because they all signed up to be they scammed signed, by the blanket guys. They signed up to let the blanket guys be the intermediaries yes. when they shouldn't have done that. No. Wow. Mm-hmm. People are awful. Yeah. People are awful. Because, like, as much as that seems like an excellent opportunity to... <laughs> There's a special place in hell for the blanket guys. The blanket guys are bad. The blanket guys are low. Also, were I to scam and I were to think of like, what scam do I want to execute to make a fortune? Yeah. I would want to scam the Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk's of the world. Yeah. Not people living in apartment buildings paying rent after a fire. <laughs> scam 
scam the people who Everyone deserve to be scammed. Everyone doesn't have access to Jeff Bezos. I don't know where he is from day to day. Nor do I. Nor do I. <laughs> <laughs> who knows where he is? Someone tell us. I just want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what's up? Jeff, why are you, like, not hanging Jeff, out with people? That's not cool. Stop upping those prime fees. I'm mad at that. Jeff, like, well, you think you're better than me? Like, we can't hang out? He does think he's better than us. <laughs> he does. Although, I think right now, and this is another story, I think he's dating a scammer. Truly. Right. Same. Because the way she history, moves. And she's been running through them. It's but you giving, know what? Um, Get yours. You know, it's, it's giving, giving. If I could, I would. Mm. <laughs> it's, that's what it's giving. Like, yes. I would like to write. It's giving. Write the book so yeah. I can buy it and learn <laughs> yes. and then participate. Yes. 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 Love that so, so much. Did this story resolve? I mean, l- let's see if it did. We got one more paragraph here. Girl, y'all scam me of my damn show. We gotta get to work. Okay, so just wanted to see- share this scam and spread the word since this was my first time hearing of some things like this. Again, I don't have all the finer details, but there was definitely something in the contract that Don signed that allowed this sketchiness to ensue. Last I heard, they are still holding John's belongings a full eight months later. (sighs) And from from what I've gathered, some of the other tenants have been able to haggle the price down with the company to get their stuff back a bit cheaper instead of paying the full insurance payout amounts. Sounds like the company is just wanting to make any money at this point. Clearly, the original guys that were there to help were in cahoots and probably did get some sort of payout or referrals or something like that. George still refuses to pay the company anything because of the storage space, and I'm not dating him anymore. Good luck. Hope he gets his stuff back. I feel like you don't hope he gets his stuff back. Yeah, she don't (laughs) like him anyway. Paula, I'm I'm gonna reach yeah. out on limits that you were like, George. Well, yeah. bad things happen at bad. I will people. say the lesson here is like, if you already have your own insurance, don't sign anything else until you've talked to them first. I feel like this is one hundred and one. Yeah, I don't know. Did I they feel bring like it's a blanket though. I you you're stuck on the blanket. <laughs> you're stuck on the blanket. Fuck a blanket. They had blankets, they had towels, they also had water and oh, snacks. Nah, bro. Mm-mm. Okay? No, I ain't signing shit. The Red Cross don't make you sign shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Lucky the wild. Red Cross got some scams of their own. Well, so. they, they, are, they, they are a very interesting kind of scam, but that's another story. That's Truly, another story. for another time. Yeah. But before another story, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. Robbery! Back in the 90s? Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Like. Who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize? When they launched their Pepsi points system, they never imagined somebody might try to actually snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly, Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow the big flop wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, do you feel that in the air? 
Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess and we are back and it's time for historic hoodwinks it's my favorite part of the show this is where i regale sam with the famous connor caper we just get his opinions throughout we kind of telegraphed it a little bit earlier but today we're talking about a bishop most known for his friendship with the mayor of new york city eric adams was robbed during a live stream of his sermon this past july however with much as one million (laughs) dollars And jewelry potentially missing, news stories are coming to light regarding the bishop's past and supposed truth of the crime. Yeah. Mm. I have been loving following this story. I also love how this story has sucked everybody in. Like the New York Times had like a thousand words on this the other day. And they're just like (laughs) deep into this man's criminal history. And it's one of those things where it could have just gone under the radar. Could have just been a black Twitter thing. But everyone's like, oh, no, 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 no. There's meat on these bones. Let's go. <laughs> and Let's I go. kind of hate that because I love it. <laughs> as a black Twitter thing, it's fun and it's niche yeah. and it's specific. And then when it turns into a The Cut article, it's just like <laughs> y'all are missing so much of the hilarious nuance. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not a part of the you culture. So the you black just church, like, you just don't get it. Like if you can't write a reference to who drank my juice in the hood for this, <laughs> yeah. then like yeah. you shouldn't be. Well, don't yeah. Like, he was literally that guy. Yeah. Well, also, it's like any of us that have grown up in the black church, you see one image of that man and you know it's a scam. Yeah. Like My that. general theory on members of the black clergy, if you are on a pulpit and there is any major label signage on your person, you're a scam. Yeah. If you got Gucci, Louis, Prada, How you wearing Fendi, a full Fendi track suit? You, talk, talk, yeah. Talking about, I need to tie. Talk about the meek will inherit the earth. Yeah, you're fraudulent. You're fraudulent. I'm sorry. And so, like, to read these white news outlets cover this story and, like, have to lay out the case for how he was a fraud, I'm like, Black Twitter saw him and knew he was a fraud. Yeah, like, we gave you all the information you needed. I'm sorry. I I just... If you have a Jesus peace, you should, <laughs> you should not be pastoring. If you have a Jesus peace, you should never know peace because you're a fraud. <laughs> if God told you you opening up your core doors like this, <laughs> like this with the arm yeah. in the air, yeah. if you yeah. reach for God when you open up your car door, you ain't right. You ain't, you you ain't, ain't right. right. You and ain't you shall not pass through the gates of heaven. Absolutely not. 
Oh, but I love it though. Oh. <laughs> it is. It's the gift that keeps on giving, and he's okay. also not backing down. He's just. And I love that for him. <laughs> we love a gaslighting, lying king. Stick to your story. We love a shaggy moment. It wasn't me. Okay. <laughs> I don't care if you got me in 4K. So on July 24th, the Leaders of Tomorrow International Ministries, lots of names for that church, love it, based in Brooklyn, New York, was robbed by three masked men. And there's a video clip of the robbery, and they were robbed during a live stream sermon. And we have a clip of that, which I'm sure you've seen, Sam, but Let's give it, it another Let's go. Let's play it again. Yo. 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 All right, right, right. Okay. As Bishop Lamar Whitehead right. delivered his sermon inside his church in Canarsie, the leaders of Tomorrow Yo, International Ministries, police say three masked armed men they burst pulled. in and stole yeah. $1 million worth of jewelry, including $1 million dollars worth of If you have a million, you... The church's live stream... They said we lift the... our hands in the sanctuary. <laughs> And if you make a move, <laughs> we shooting at thee. Yes. And we shall rob you for the rest of the days. days. Yes. Yes. We- <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> for the rest of your days. Yes. Also, um, just like if you have a million dollars worth of jewelry on your person, everybody in your church better have their rent paid, mm-hmm. their lights on, and their children fed. Yeah. I grew up in the kind of church where if there were folks in the church who were like hungry or going through it, you give them something. The church would take an offering for those doing the worst to help them out. Yeah. And it feels like... Love offering or benevolence offering. Yes. And him having that much jewelry on his person makes me think his church is not doing that kind of work. Yeah. But and I think he obviously uses the facade of like, oh no, it's my real estate, it's my other things. Like I just preach God for uh, funsies because I want to tell him about like how good he's been for me. Um, <laughs> that's just it. And it's like, no, oh yeah, this is a complete write off. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have yeah. to pay taxes. Crazy. It's a fraud. But like, yeah, no, it's an absolute fraud. Also, the way that he got down to the ground when the robbers it's almost came like in. He knew. Yeah, and when it's also I first like saw not it, I was very like, godly. No, when I first saw it, I was like, is this an inside job? I thought that too because homeboy, there's a guy sitting in the corner. We'll put the video on the Instagram, guys. There's a guy sitting in the corner who's like really minded his business. Now, if I'm in a robbery, I, I'm not gonna Listen. be doing too many hoopins yeah. and hollerings, yeah. or I'm, but I'm at least get low. He Something. was just sitting He's erect, like, okay, like what's up, okay, uh-huh. they, yeah. Oh, they doing a little yeah. robbery? Oh, is that, yeah. is that a thirty-eight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they putting the money in the bag. Don't don't put the dot packs in, y'all. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, it's it, it all it, it's it's hella sus. I'm also seeing this still now of his. Is that a is that what is that it's Gucci? It's a Gucci. It's a it's yellow, a, a yellow Gucci head print head to toe suit with I think Gucci loafers. He's, and you know what? For all that money on his clothes, the church itself doesn't look that great. Yeah, because it's all going his gator boots and pimped out Gucci mm. suits. Because the 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 church Ugh. looks like. You know a courtyard Marriott. The breakfast uh, buffet a, room. Yes, it's a breakfast buffet room. Where they have the breakfast buffets. It's giving mm. they just rolled away the the, the buffet tray and the it's and giving the waffle that maker. waffle line I can never work. Yeah, I can never work that thing. I can never work it. And yeah, it's giving you get a plastic cup and and, and you got to pump the waffle <laughs> goo into it. It's giving that's like right in the corner. Yeah, the lighting is horrible. Yeah, it's giving bagels, but no bagel toaster. Just. <laughs> <laughs> that little Philly cream cheese. So the yeah. robbery happens. Do they find anybody? Do they no. get anything back? 
According to Bishop Lamar Whitehead, the leader of the ministry, the robbers took jewelry from him and his wife, totaling in a value as high as $1 million. You know how you wear a million dollars of jewelry to the gym. Or to the church. That seems Mm -hmm. wise. Mm -hmm. Uh, The jewelry taken included a $75,000 Rolex watch, a $75,000 Cavalier watch, a $25,000 Episcopal ruby and diamond ring, a $25,000 Episcopal diamond ring, and several other gym pieces. Why are you Why? dressed like Mr. Fucking Why? Magoo? Also, don't roll uh, up in Brooklyn with that much shit on you, bro. You're asking for it. Yeah. Like, I feel like that could have happened anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. might try to rob you at Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> I see you in the Whole Foods line. It's on, bro. You got that much on you? Give it to me. Put the pat- <laughs> <laughs> Drop the pat- patchouli, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Not the patchouli. <laughs> the fucking stick up. Well, also, this is the difference between old money and new money. Real old money. Folks that know how to be rich, they'll have shit that is expensive as fuck on them. And if you and, and like, unless you're as rich as they are, you won't know. Which is a flex to people who are as rich as they are. Exactly. But still, yes. I want one day that kind of wealth. Right, where you're wearing a white t-shirt. And you're like, like, oh, but this white t-shirt, baby. Yeah. No, this is a $5 million white t-shirt. Yeah. I don't need to do that uh, full body Gucci suit wealth. That is a little. I I, I am a little bit of a labor (laughs) whore. I want want it all. Okay. I want a full body Gucci suit. Okay. And then I want to be wearing the necklace of the Titanic wow. underneath it. <laughs> Listen, watch where you walk and what you're talking. No, don't be in the sanctuary. <laughs> Not that one. Okay. <laughs> they, said, they was trying to get a glory. They was trying to get the... Girls, <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I'm sorry. That robbery looked hella safe Sus, to yeah. me. Also, just the way he got down when they were getting robbed. <laughs> but it wasn't very godly, also. I feel like if I'm getting robbed, like it should be like, now, come on, my brother. What's, what's taking Listen, you through life to get you here, king? Well, you, like, Look into the light. You start praying. As soon as someone yeah. comes in your church and you're on the pulpit and they're trying to do some shit... I'm a, Jesus, 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 right, Jesus, Jesus, right. Jesus. That's what I'm doing. Father God, <laughs> Father throw the God. bottle of blessed oil at them. Right. Get them in the name. You got a tambourine? Throw it. He was giving Rob like he was like on the block. Like, yeah. you know, it was given yeah. very much like yeah. power go- ghost book <laughs> of crack force. Yes, you know, yes. <laughs> hey, my was... man, my man. <laughs> Chill, he chill. was not of God in that situation. No, that was not a. I, I've seen people yeah. get robbed more godly than that. I'm Thank just going to say. I agree. I agree. I like there to is a godly blame, way to get but... robbed. There is a godly way to get robbed. Yeah. This ain't it. <laughs> so the thieves escaped outside on Resmond Avenue and have yet to be found. Curious. Mm-hmm. A week later, Bishop Whitehead reenacted the robbery twice dressed in a bandana Pause. yellow Gucci Pause. suit. Pause. Yes. Pause. Okay. Twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twice. Reenactment. Twice. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? The question we may never know. <laughs> never know. Okay. <laughs> Why is the sky blue? You know, we, <laughs> there's some things that are just going to perplex us. So, with Bishop Whitehead seem, seemingly unfazed and continued to flash his expensive wardrobe, questions began popping up about the robbery. Why would a preacher with a tiny congregation preaching in a tiny space above a Haitian restaurant have potentially $1 million in jewelry on his person? Was <laughs> Also, wait, stop. I didn't know this restaurant was a this church was above a Haitian restaurant. Yeah. So you got all this money for jewelry. You can't get a real building? My dog. I mean, but you know how churches would be in like areas like that in Brooklyn or it's, even it's, in LA. Space is tight. Space is tight. Yeah. I know, but still. 
It'll be like at the retail place where you like walk above a nail salon and you just hear Jesus. <laughs> See, I grew up in Texas with freestanding churches. Okay, same. All right, all but right. I've passed a lot of uh, you know bodega churches. Bodega churches, yes. Where are you from? I'm from Dallas. Oh, San Antonio. Okay. All right. Okay. What are we doing, doing down there? River walking? Yes, we do. <laughs> eating, eating, eating our tacos, drinking our beer, river walking. And river walking. River walking, river talking. <laughs> Every day. Every, Every day. day. Yeah. And I'm from Frisco. We, I can say oh, that now because it's a Cowboys yeah. stadium. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, we just be going by there thinking about mm-hmm. winning one day, one you day. know. Well, I remember being young in the heyday of the Cowboys, Aikman, Emmitt Smith and them. They were like America's team. Yeah, but I mean we are than... still America's <laughs> team. We not well, we not going. Sorry, so sorry. anyway, we digress. <laughs> so they so they was um above a Haitian restaurant. <laughs> I love you, Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith. <laughs> so they were above this Haitian restaurant, restaurant, which is also hilarious to me because I know it was hot over there. It was not giving AC, and it's just like you're smelling. Also, you know who would have stopped the robbers? The Haitian, the Haitian restaurant staffers. I feel like. Maybe. I don't know. I'm... Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they might have been one of them. <laughs> so, why was his reaction during the robbery and fast reflexes so planned? Looking? He also, as a as a leader of that church, took no action to protect his anybody membership. in the church. It was just him taking care of him. And above all, was all the jewelry insured? Hmm. Was all the jury actually worth a million dollars, like he's saying? Also. And was it, oh, that's a, oh, that's another one. So, but if it's insured, then it would, the worth would be proven. Yes. So, all the same time, more was coming out about his past, and many discovered that he owed hundreds of thousands of dollars to many people, including more than $400,000 to a construction, inco- a construction company that built his $1.64 million wow. New Jersey house. As it turns out, the Bishop of Bling might be a much bigger thief. So, he got a $1.2 million house, and then the congregation has to come do praise and worship over a Haitian restaurant. Listen, <laughs> he's also, like, been in jail for like some financial crimes right was there like an identity theft or something i want to say that like Let's when i was see. reading one of these articles they're like oh yeah he got locked up for like identity theft or some kind of fraud before so lamar miller whitehead grew up in brooklyn new york lamar or excuse me lamar is the bishop okay okay we're just gonna call gucci. him, we call him gucci. bishop what bishop gonna- gucci Bishop Gucci. Bishop Gucci. Bishop Gucci. Oh. <laughs> Brother Gucci. Burr. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Bishop, Bishop Gucci. Grew up in Brooklyn, New York. His father was Arthur Miller, a man murdered by police officers in 1978 when Ooh. he attempted to defuse a situation between the officers and an unre- unrelated motorist. Uh-huh. Um his death led to several protests and marches on City Hall. At the time, Lamore was just a baby. And Lamore is Bishop Gucci. As an adult, Bishop Gucci also studied accounting and videography at the Eastern New Mexico University before returning to Brooklyn to work as a mortgage broker in Manhattan. But his path to success would soon take a left turn to a different kind of life. Oh, not your life being like skirt, skirt. In 2005, a woman filed a report with the Suffolk County Police saying someone had used her personal information to purchase a motorcycle in Brooklyn in her name. A few days later, the motorcycle was found with a 27-year-old Bishop Gucci riding it. Stop. 
I won't I, I won't lie. When I first started reading that sentence and it said a woman reported, I was like, oh no, Bishop Gucci, don't don't be no beater or abuser. Yeah. And then it said stole her motorcycle. I'm like, I'm okay with that. I was like, oh, okay, okay. 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 Right. Yeah, no. okay. Who among okay. us? Who, Who among us? us? <laughs> <laughs> I too want a motorcycle. Right. How am I how else am I gonna get it? Yeah. If I don't yeah. have a card, I take some ladies' card. <laughs> that, that, that sounds good to me. Right, right. <laughs> but I hate how I was relieved. I was like, oh, he's yeah. a He's yeah, a good guy. Could be worse. Could be worse. He's a good guy. So during the following investigation, police found a much wider web of identity theft and mm, deception. That's what I deception. Because I, I, I saw, well, the times when they went deep on this guy, it was like, oh yeah, he's an identity thief. Mm-hmm. And listen, the Lord can save anybody, mm-hmm. but odds are <laughs> an identity thief don't really want to be saved. I mean, I'm just saying now. You do save a lot of money when you do identity theft. How do you, you speak? Are you, are you speaking from expertise? What's it's, happening? I'm speaking logically. <laughs> if I'm stealing all my money from identity theft, then I am saving a lot of my own personal money by yeah. using others, by pretending to and be you them. you know what the real scam is? He did all this identity thieving, and then he got to go to prison for free. Free roof over his head. So, meals every so who day. really got who scammed? Who really won? <laughs> also, what is robbery? But like borrowing, redistribution of wealth. Yes. There we go. So, during the following investigation, now they're gonna start finding all this stuff. He was using personal information stolen from his girlfriend's computer. Oh, yeah. uh, Bishop Gucci stole the identities of at least a dozen people a in order to dozen. take out loans to buy cars. I can't believe this. And motorcycles. The subsequent trial took place. It took, well, it took months of preparation first. But um, instead of working on his case while they're like, you know. Yeah. Basically, they pulled up and like, Bishop Gucci, it's over for you. Let the church say amen. Amen. Okay. Can we get the usher board to usher Mr. Gucci the fuck up out of here? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What song would they play while they march him out? Oh, God. oh, when the saints go march, not even in no, the No, it doesn't saints, it have so. to be, we fall down, but yes. we yes. get up. Because that song can go as long as you need it to. Yeah. 12 and, minutes. And it's motivational for if you're a criminal, then you'd be like, for a saint is just <laughs> a sinner. So he's low-key still being passive-aggressive. He's True. like, for a saint is just a sinner, bitch. Look all at y'all. me, look okay. at me, the if, Lord if, saves. If I'm not a saint, you're not a saint. <laughs> That's definitely the song that he gets kicked yes, out of church yes, too, yes. and it's beautiful. So yeah, he gets out, kicked out of church doing this fraud, blah 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 blah. So he's doing the money laundering, he's stealing, he's got a four year run for fraud. It basically comes to a halt in around 2006 when he files for bankruptcy. In 2008, he was finally convicted of 17 counts of identity theft, 17, and sentenced to 10 to 30 years in. Prison. Well, he didn't serve 30. No. <laughs> the Lord smiled upon her. And now wait, said, I didn't go to prison. <laughs> I, I went to connect directly to God's go. most I was trying need. to save the prisoners, y'all. <laughs> I went in to minister. Sound like y'all too good to spread God's word. <laughs> what it sound like to me. <laughs> sound like y'all didn't want to come on uh-huh. A block. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And but said, Bishop Gucci goes where the need is. He saw Honestly, a need in the prison. If he and came out and gave that me. sermon, Lord I would send be like, me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Mr. Gucci, yeah, save them, uh-huh, save them. Uh-huh. 
So he he was sentenced to this time in prison. He served for the lawsuit brought by Maestro Maximo. Serving sentence was like Sing Sing. Oh my gosh, he had to serve in Sing Sing Correctional Facility. Wow. So Lamar, aka Bishop Gucci, was ending his time in jail in July 2013 on good behavior, having had used a lot of his time in jail to thoroughly study the Bible and seemingly find God. So he then also took his godliness around prison. So witnessing to the saints mm-hmm. and probably the preaching. Block. Okay. I imagine his parole hearing was very lit. Oh, you know he was testifying. He was in there, and now I have something on my soul. Hallelujah! Can I clink these handcuffs together? Is that no? Okay, okay. Make <laughs> like a tambourine with the handcuffs. Like, Hallelujah! Right. He's got the, <laughs> the tambourine handcuffs. Oh, I'm going to hell for that. But you know, he got everybody to get him out of prison. He excited. I'm here for him and all of this. So several weeks later, Leaders of Tomorrow Ministry was born. Several weeks. He wasted wow, he'd no, no time. time. So with a congregation of forty-three people. Listen. Wow. Where two or three saints are gathered in the midst. Right. That's all you need. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And these people seemingly met him at his home just for Bible study. But he was like, nah, this a church. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They thought that they were meeting for Bible study. No. Y'all were meeting for his tax-exempt status. That's what y'all were meeting for. He was like, hey, y'all, can y'all just sign here that y'all read the Bible this week? Uh Mm Uh-huh. 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 That's all. Thank you. Sign it twice even, maybe. Right. So in a recent interview, Bishop Gucci said regarding like this is regarding his new path. I have a calling and I had to do what I had to do. As soon as I came home, it was on. Wow. You know how God be talking like that. Like God be like, yeah, it's on, bro. No, it's on, bro. Sunday. I'm about to heal some sick. I'm about to raise some dead. (laughs) I'm about to make some fishes and loaves, my dog. Sunday, turn up. Yo, <laughs> y'all yo. sipping over water. Y'all sipping on water what? over here. We got this what? wine. We speaking these tongues, bro. Get up on that. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> That's a good like one. This. Hey, y'all been singing in tongues, bro. <laughs> but you on. I got y'all bitch washing my feet, son. <laughs> With her hair, what's good? Oh, God. Was Jesus wrapping Call my girl sometime? Mary Magdalene. Okay. Street snow. She got that lean. I'm, I'm going to stop. I got we, we have to stop. Can I have one more? Uh, do it. No, go. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Dick so good. I, she, I don't even touch her. She get pregnant. Boo. Boo. I should have quit while I was there. Virgin birth, my dog. Virgin birth. <laughs> Clean it up for me, Sam. Clean it up. I like it. I like it dirty. I like it dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Nutted in her with my mind. Oh, God. <laughs> How did uh, we get here? Uh, let's stay here. I like it. It's a good place to be. <laughs> so, Lord Jesus, we're getting to the end of this. The Bling Bishop. So, we, we've we seen his criminal past. He was out here doing all types of fraud, buying whips, buying jewelry, et cetera, et cetera. So, now he's emerged from that past. Or he now has a church, which is unsuspecting people who mm-hmm. thought... Mm-hmm. They thought they were going to a Bible study, mm-hmm. which I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start doing Bunko Night Weekly. I'll go. And I'm going to have everyone sign up. Yeah, we're going to play dr- games and drink wine, but it is a church. Yes. You'll never know it. <laughs> sign me up. No one said we had to talk about God. We go. just had to assemble, right? There you go. There like, you go. Lizzie we'll really get the aura of God. The right. Of God, she right? really loves steeples now. <laughs> <laughs> she like bought a house yeah, with a yeah. steeple. It's beautiful. <laughs> 
that's my decor choice now because mm-hmm. I want a part of this. So he is the bishop now. He has this small little church. Um, at the end of his sermons, the bishop we call <laughs> Bishop Gucci. Bishop Gucci Whitehead is also known to run an auction of donations inviting members to sew with their tithes starting at 1000 or 500 An auction? Yes. An auction? Yes. Now, if you're one of the few An stories, auction of donations. Well, so, how does that work? <laughs> so that's when you yell out at a donation so amount. So one member gives the can of soup to the church and then the pastor has other folks bid on the can of soup? Is it that kind of situation? Okay. So I mean, let me try to let me try to run this out. Though the people, you know, were critical about about the wealth that he displays his supporters supported his preaching the prosperity gospel a philosophy that emphasizes the material benefits of maintaining a relationship with god so his big thing is like if you love god you'll be prosperous yeah god gonna give you a rack or a boat you know or a full body gucci suit in yellow full body gucci suit in yellow so at the end of the sermon He's like, all right, y'all, it's time for us to get our relationship closer with God. So everybody, y'all need to sew your ties to get your relationship closer. So then people start tithing at 1500 When no one takes an envelope, he suggests less until someone comes forward. Huh. So he got envelopes like this. Yeah. And he writes outside of the envelope. $1,000. And he's like, can I get a 1000 Can I get and a 1000 And he holds it up. And he says, can I get a 1000 for God? This is an empty envelope. Will you put $1,000 inside of it for me now? For God. This is where the... This is where the... This is, this is why I'm so mad about it. And it's funny, but I'm mad. The definition of tithing, biblically, is just 10%. Just 10%. Yeah. You make $1,000 or 100000 10% and then you should be good. But are you trying to get your money out with God? Because no, with I'm God. Not. I'm not. Give me some money, Jesus. That ain't how it work, cuz. <laughs> if you want money from Jesus, you got to invest and tell six of your friends. Wow, that's some Herbalife shit. <laughs> this is some pyramid scheme. So he holds up the thousand dollar envelope with, and then when nobody responds, he's like, hello? Maybe 500 All right, 500 <laughs> Five hundred. Come on, y'all playing. So sad. Y'all don't. Y'all don't want good things to happen in your life. So sad. And he goes down. And so apparently, he would do this until whatever amount of money made someone come up and sew into their tithes. So. It's unclear exactly where these donations go, but Bishop Whitehead says he does not make money as a bishop. Then where do where do yellow Gucci? Had to tell Sue come from. Probably still fraud. He's and like, he's like, look, guys, I do whip. fraud. I don't have to, I don't have to steal from the wow. Lord when I can steal from y'all. <laughs> <laughs> y'all not God. I ain't never once took something from God. Took his name in vain. Tell you that. So, <laughs> I just love auctioning the opportunity to give someone else money. And that is I'm a scam. going to do that now. I'm going to figure out a way to do it myself personally because I deserve that. You deserve that. Who wants to give me money? Who out there wants to be the lucky person? 
what, what's your starting amount? What's your starting figure? Oh my god, my starting figure. I gotta start at a million. Oh. I'm sitting there thinking, what would I start at? And be like, oh, an Uber Eats gift card? I don't know. Oh, you start way too low, Sam. You start way well. too low. And look, I, I don't know. think I'm gonna get a million, but if I don't try. <laughs> Dream big. Dream big. Right? I hear, I hear you. Yeah. What do you say, guys, to the to the chance of giving me a million dollars? That's it though. We're watching the team in the control room shrug their shoulders. <laughs> wow. None of y'all. Wow. That hurts my feeling, honestly. I'm hurt. Y'all don't think I'm worth a million dollars? You don't want to auction the opportunity to give it to me? I mean, every human is priceless. <laughs> Existentially. I mean, the government says we're worth like 10 mil each. Oh, really? Okay. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. so it's likely unclear what these donations go. However, he does make money. He doesn't seem to be doing it very well. In 2019, there was a $68,000 lawsuit brought against him um, for not making monthly payments on his Mercedes-Benz and Range Rover in New Jersey. And Range Rover. Because, you know, if you can't afford one really expensive car, you have to get another. Well, there's one for you and there's one for Jesus, right? Right. And he takes the wheel. We have songs. <laughs> Jesus will take the wheel, but he will not pay the car note. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? What's up with that, Jesus? Come on, Jesus. He said, I said I would take the wheel. I never said I was taking responsibility. <laughs> That's why y'all don't listen. Uh-huh, That's why I'm listen. not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> so the same year, $164,000 check was written to the company that built his Paramus, New Jersey home, and it bounced. In 2020, a woman named Pauline Anderson had connected with the Bishop Whitehead, uh, a.k.a. Pastor Gucci. She was a parisher. And, or excuse me, parishioner, and was still recovering from a life-threatening surgery. Eventually, Pauline went to the bishop for assistance and finding, oh no, she went to the bishop and looks to get help to buy a new home because she had bad credit. He said he would help her invest her money, all $90,000 from her retirement fund. No. Mm-hmm. And his firm. Laymore Whitehead, a.k.a. Bishop Gucci. Bishop Gucci. Bishop Gang Gang Incorporated. Mm-hmm. She was initially reluctant as this was her only income, but Bishop Gucci offered to send her $100 in a monthly allowance while he a found month, her a home. A monthly allowance of $100 <laughs> from the guy who brought you the $1,000 auction in the church house? So, yeah. Whole catfish dinner. Fishy. The first payment was made, but then Bishop Whitehill disappeared and did not continue. Uh-uh. Oh, he couldn't even give her $100 a month. He okay, come have, on he now. You could have gave her $100 a month. $100 a month. This I, makes me mad. He's not a good This person. makes me mad. And it's like, anyways, go ahead. Eventually, he told Pauline that he was treating her as an... Her, <laughs> this isn't even me not being able to read it. It's just a very funny thing. To someone. What is it? So eventually, Bishop Gucci told Pauline that he was treating her investment as a donation to his. That's not how it works, my dog. No, 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 no. I will be treating all of my investments as a donation, a donation. from here on out. That's a donation. If you give me anything. Student loans, that money y'all lent me, that was a donation. Right. This sweater that you Dude, let me borrow last night. It was a donation. Thank American you so much. Express. A donation. That was a donation. 
Like, bitch, how you gonna reframe the narrative? Wow. So at the same time, so then he's talking about I'm running for president. So of what? He just said for a little dazzle dazzle, and that's why he's keeping Pauline's donation and why she can't even have a hundred dollars. Wow. Oh, I feel so bad. So at the same time, the bishop uh, also wanted to send Pauline. Now Pauline's the one who got robbed. Mm-hmm. He wants to send her son a contract detailing that he was about to buy a $4.4 million house in New Jersey with a pool and a gym and a cellar, and the sale had never went through. So she, he had gassed up her whole family, basically, because he's, like, sending her son, See, like, being folks. like, look, he was like, I'm about his house. Look up, there's the house. Oh, oh. He was ta- like, I'm about to pop tacky this house. house. I have all this money. Like, she should invest with me. I'm going to give her. He didn't even Ponzi scheme her good. Like, he gave her one payment of the Ponzi scheme and then stole oh the rest. Church folks, y'all got to do better. You got to be look- be on the lookout. It's a cult, y'all. Come on. Yeah. In December 2021, he borrowed $4.1 million from a Brooklyn Who mortgage company. Who gave him a loan? <laughs> He had just declared bankruptcy and was it, oh, I guess that stuff scrubs off in seven years. Uh, yeah, but I don't think it had been that long. I can't. So, wrapping this up, in January 2021, he posted Facebook videos in front of an apartment complex offering real estate classes and signing up through the real church email address. And there is no website for Whitehead Estates, even though that's <sighs> um, what he's talking about. Don't, don't be on the internet looking for... Can't find them. You can't find it. Wow. Don't ask. Okay. I'm so, my heart goes out for these church folks. And this is the video. We have a snippet of it. Oh, it's short. But it's it's really painful. Can we zoom Whitehead in? Whitehead Estates Real Estate. Because he's like, with this other man, if this is the one that I saw. It's uh, pretty dead. Oh, so this is him showing his estates that he doesn't own. And this that's a Lambo SUV. Yes. That one owns, you know. Oh, he don't own that. You know he don't own that. Did he just rev it up as he parked? You yeah, know how you back, rev y'all. it. We back. We back. Bishop Whitehead. Whitehead, y'all. Y'all see Whitehead Estates? Listen, I'm oh telling y'all, join my real estate class. Oh, my It started God. February the 5th. Oh. I'm going to show you how to buy and flip, how to buy complexes. Yeah. Apartment complexes renovating. You know, last I checked, the Bible said the primary <laughs> the primary concern of housing should be housing the homeless, not flipping the house. Follow me. All right, but we gonna flip I it to some home, some Follow homeless people, yeah, or make some people homeless in the process. Wow. Yeah. Okay, here's my question for you. Mm-hmm. How do people get played by that kind of tomfoolery? Because of aspirational culture. Yeah. You look yeah. at him and he's showing you the life you want to have and he's telling you he knows how to do it. See, but we look at the wrong stuff. They're looking at Gucci suits and Lambo SUVs. What I want to see, your credit score, your credit report. But listen, a lot a of... background check. Now, credit, well, like, credit scores... Credit can be a scam. I get that. You know, I they came that. about in 1989. Yeah. And who made those up? And they for did. what benefit? To for keep us benefit? all in debt. But... It would have been a red flag because you know his score is negative 12. Oh, yeah, for negative sure. 12. It's honestly a red flag for me anytime I see people holding lots of cash in photos. Because I'm right? either like, you are taking pictures with cash because you don't see cash that often. And you're there like, you I got to go. commemorate this go. moment. <laughs> All this to say, just, he, this man is screaming red flags. Or you can't put your cash in any institutions because yeah. it's going to set off several federal uh-huh, alarms. Uh-huh. That's, you know... I, is there a moral to the story besides watch out, y'all don't get played? I, I mean, he's know. still out here. 
So meanwhile, the bishop has continued to live stream his services, oh including God. the service where he was robbed on oh live stream. Because you know how you be getting robbed on live stream. Like as soon yeah. as you set up your no. camera, then That's all of a sudden you get robbed. And he maintains that everybody sues people from here on out. It is what it is. My church was robbed. I was robbed. I'm the victim. So he's saying when it came out the woodwork that he used to being sued by the girlies for taking their investments and making them donations. Oh, just fraud. He's like, everybody gets sued every now and then and makes investments donations. Uh, everybody. Everybody. He's like, I'm the victim. It's like, I don't know. I think that you have to be quiet because when you're playing yeah. this game, sometimes you're the mark and sometimes you're... You know, the scammers. So Sometimes you're getting scammed and sometimes you're wearing the full body yellow Gucci suit. Yeah, like, take out the chip, my guy. Char- charge it <laughs> to the game. Amen. Well, guys, we are here. We've arrived at the saddest part of the show. What's the, the saddest part of the show? Oh, I know. This was really fun. We have to let Sam go. But before we let you go, uh-huh. we just like to highlight one person who we love, or maybe we hate, mm-hmm. Scammer of the Week. Mm. And this week, that is, y'all... Y'all have been, and Sam, I already know you gonna know. Y'all have been on the TikToks, the Instagrams, the all the DMs, sending carrier pigeons to let me know about Chef P and her pink sauce. Pink sauce. You know what? <laughs> I wanted to feel really well. First, set it up. Set it up. So. First. On TikTok, which is a place where you can learn all types of things and also spreads a ton of misinformation, there was a woman who took the world by storm named Chef P. Uh, She created a dark pink sauce that instantly went viral as she dipped it into all your favorite fast food uh, you, honestly, she dipped the sauce into any goddamn thing. At one time, I saw her dip it into a burrito taco. But um, Taco Bell, KFC, just, yeah, Everything. anywhere. And, like, it, it, it looks like Pepto-Bismol, mm-hmm. but it's a savory sauce almost in the aioli family. So she uses dragon fruit, which everybody knows, and I've said this time and time, a fucking get, get dragon fruit, you're a fucking scam. You're way too expensive. You don't taste like shit. You're just in here being a bad bitch and not contributing anything to society. So she uses that color uh-huh. to get that really bright pink, but it doesn't really add like a distinctive flavor. So it's like any other sauce, but it's pink. Yes. And like that is okay. You're making pink sauce in your house. You eat it. You like it. That's okay. I yeah. think the scam came about when her TikToks blew up and she wanted to sell it everywhere. Yes. Had no such infrastructure. No. And turns out when she began to bottle the pink sauce, every bottle was a different kind of pink. Yes. There was not much quality control coming out of her literal kitchen. Uh, also, she was not adding any ice packs or dry ice to send out a content or a um, sauce that definitely contains dairy so it came to in the middle like of record heat. And <laughs> apparently the nutritional facts, which you're showing up here on the screen, yes. were just wrong. So this was a nutritional fact that she, um, we talk about on the show a lot. You got to know Photoshop, Photoshop, guys. She went directly to Pinterest. And <laughs> no, this is literally from Pinterest. Uh, and she got the template, the nutrition facts oh, template. No. And then she decided to just give it a little dazzle-dazzle. There's some typos. Uh, Instead of vinegar, her sauce apparently has vinegar. Uh, which, which, listen, uh, I, I don't like know. that. I like that. What's yeah. up, my vinegar? 
to know what that's about. Here's my thing with it, though. Had she just kept it small scale and sold it, like, at the cookout in her town or sold it, like, at the little county fair, I'm fine with that. The problem was trying to scale. If you're going to scale, it has to be legit. It has to be for real. It has to go through the quality control. She wasn't, she didn't know how to scale. So I almost feel like she got caught up and was in over her head. That said, she reacted in the definitively wrong way. No, absolutely not. I mean, so she, (laughs) her ingredient, the ingredient labels say she has pink Himalayan sea salt, which in itself is not a thing because Himalayan salt, I believe, comes like from rocks, like on the ground. It's not distilled from the water. Yeah. I'm not wrong about that. Citric acid, milk, and vinegar. We already talked about that. Um, In regards to its taste, though the creator herself has said she has difficulty describing it, she says, some users have said it's a little sweet, it's a little tangy, it's a little garlicky. She's selling these at $20 a pop, and customers have raised several concerns regarding what we were just talking about, the quality and the safety of the product. It's been shipped unrefrigerated with inconsistent colors, non-existent expiration dates. It's said to contain milk and raw garlic, which unrefrigerated. That's not a good situation. <laughs> without a expi- yeah, without yeah. an expiration date causes botulism. There's also major inconsistencies we talked about with the color. Also, some people getting that thicky thick, they getting that thick, and then other bottles are getting that watery, they getting that water. <laughs> like, oh, I hate that I can do that with two different songs. I love it. I love it. But um, yeah, some people are like I got that water, and it's like, what is going on? Additionally, the nutrition label says the bottle contained 444 servings of salt. That's impossible. Angel numbers. And 90 <laughs> calories a serving. So thousands of calories in these bottles. Yes. And of also, spoiled milk and garlic. Yes. And it should also be a much larger bottle. We have an unboxing here of a pink Wait. sauce. I like the labeling. And the labeling is cute. It's cute. And here's the thing. It's TikTok. Everybody wants to participate in a trend. Everyone has FOMO. The pink sauce lady took advantage of that. This is the thing. If I were her, wait until a brand sees your idea, partner with like Nabisco and let them scale you. Yeah. I think she still has a chance here. She has great marketing. I don't think she has a chance. (laughs) I don't think she has a chance. She says, I can't describe the taste because literally (laughs) nobody has ever made anything that tastes like this before, which is amazing. Someone else is going to have to make the pink sauce. Someone has to. Because that's the thing. If you tell me about a sauce and you can't tell me what it tastes like, people are going to buy it out of curiosity. I'm intrigued. Because if you right. like may- if you don't like mayo, then I'm immediately not going to be a customer. But if you tell me something like, oh, it just tastes like yeah. good. Yeah. It well, just tastes good. Well, <laughs> this is the thing about all sauces that aren't hot sauce or ketchup. They're either ranch dressing or some kind of mayo. Exactly. That's really what it is. It is. So tell us what it is. You added food coloring. You know, that's what it is. Miss Pink Sauce Lady, uh, you know, I love scammers. I really do. I think you have a lot of potential here. Um <laughs> You know, I don't. I, I, want, I, don't. I just want you to clean up the form a little bit, okay? Make something that's not going to kill people. Yeah. Get some real labels. I'm rooting for you, Pink Sauce Girl. I want to see you I'm, on Shark Tank. I'm not rooting for her. <laughs> I mean, I hope she's okay, but there is no rooter in my tutor for her. It's not there. Well, look, you're allowed to have that opinion, Sam. <laughs> and we always ask on this show, where would you like to be found? What do you want people to listen to? Where yeah. do you see you on social? Yeah. All those things. On Twitter, I am at Sam Sanders, S-A-M-S-A-N-D-E-R-S. Same for Instagram, at Sam Sanders. And I host 
two podcasts that you can get anywhere. My podcast from Vulture and New York Magazine publishes every Thursday. It is a weekly pop culture show about the pop culture we're obsessed with. My other show with my good friends, Zach and Saeed, uh, it's called Vibe Check, and that publishes every Wednesday. And that is our very fun group chat come to life. We cover any and everything. So you can hear me on Wednesdays and Thursdays and see my bad tweets any day of the week. <laughs> you have such a great voice, Sam. Oh, oh that was so you. good. This was, I really enjoyed vibing with the fellow Texan today. This was delightful. Yes! Thank you. Your energy is infectious. I loved this. So is yours. Woo, because I need to sub today. <laughs> they give you a lot of copy. And, uh, and do. <laughs> uh, and guys, as always, snitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. And if you want to find me and my shenanigans, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey on all platforms. Congregation, stay scheming. Hallelujah. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Marina Pais, and researched by Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming! This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.